Well, Alyssa Cedarleaf Dahl of Justice Page Middle School has received a Fulbright Distinguished Awards in Teaching Research Program Award uh, to carry out educational research in Columbia. This is a huge, huge deal. And as a Fulbright recipient, uh, Alyssa will share knowledge and foster meaningful connections across communities in the United States and Colombia. Uh, Fulbrighters engage in cutting edge research and expand their professional networks, often continuing research collaborations started abroad and laying the groundwork for uh, forging future partnerships between institu institutions. And uh, Alyssa Cedarleaf Dahl is on the line talking with us now here on Jazz 88. Alyssa, welcome. Congratulations. This is uh, pretty cool. Is this kind of settled in yet? No, barely. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Good to good to be on the radio with you um, here at Jazz 88. And no, it has not settled in. I am uh, wrapping up the school year. These are exciting days. We have lots of events coming out of the art department at Justice Page School and, um, you know, saying goodbye to my students. And no, this has not settled in, though. You know, when when the press release went out in Minneapolis Public Schools congratulated me, um, people started talking to me and it did start to settle in a little bit. There are a lot of questions that people ask me that I can't quite answer yet, but I could tell that others around me we're supportive and excited too. And a lot of people just said, this is a great fit for you. So, you know, that feels reassuring and helps you feel more ready for what's to come. How did you first hear about the scholarship? I have uh, three coworkers who are all teachers who've participated in Fulbright in some capacity, probably over the last 30 years or so. And the Fulbright program has looked different depending on who the president is or what the government is um, funding or how they're working with other countries. A couple of coworkers of mine, uh, Leif Carlson and Paul Summers, when they did it, they actually did an even exchange with another teacher where they would go teach somewhere else overseas. And then the teacher that they were teaching, replacing would then come here and do their job. So, um, you know, 15 years ago at that, uh, at Jefferson, which was um, now Ella Baker, I was working with Julio Begasso from Peru while Leif Carlson was down in Peru teaching in Julio Begasso's place. So, you know, I thought, wow, that's a really cool thing to do as a teacher experience that sort of depth in another country doing something that's quite similar to what we do here. Uh, but the Fulbright has changed. And now more recently, it's a it's a research program. So a friend of mine named Paul Krieger, who teaches at Gordon Parks in St. Paul, went to Goa, India and did a community film project there. He brought his family and for a few months, he just um, delved really deep into this project and research into what community film can mean. And that's the kind of work he does at Gordon Parks. So it's always been on my mind. I started as a Spanish translator in the Minneapolis Public Schools back in 2002, I believe. And so Spanish language for me has just been a part of my professional career since graduating college and even before using it all the time. And, you know, I've always thought someday I want to do a Fulbright in a Spanish speaking country with my family. And um, now that goal is coming true. Alyssa Cedarleaf Dahl, she has uh, received a Fulbright Distinguished uh, award in uh, teaching research program. She's going to carry out the educational research in Colombia. I, I I know uh, I, I can't even imagine like what what went through your mind when you first found out that you won this, right? Like the, it it just has to be. I think with all the hard work that you put in, 
it, it almost feels like this is sort of like a culminating moment for you because you've been doing this for, for such a long time and you're so passionate about it. This has to be, when you first found out about it, it had to have been, uh, I, I think, pretty exciting to say the least. Yeah, it's meaningful right now. And I look at the project and if it's okay, I can describe a little bit what my research will be down there. But, um, you know, this has been a a big couple of years being a teacher in Minneapolis and just anybody in Minneapolis and the world. But our city itself has experienced so much. And my idea is to go down there because down in Medellin, they came out of a really turbulent past being a city that was very violent and run by drug lords and just had so many problems, uh, so much poverty and corruption. But about 15 years ago, that started to change. And the city leaders did some really innovative things, trying to bring in some of the poorest neighborhoods into the city centers uh, through transportation. They have outdoor escalators, they have gondolas and trains, um, free school. And one of the things that happened during their transformation was an explosion of public art Mm. all over the streets. On the walls, there's street art, graffiti and murals. And the murals narrate the city's past, memorialize people that who've been lost, but then also our messages of hope and vision for the future and uh, represent the voice of the people. And so I saw that happen here too in Minneapolis after George Floyd's murder. I saw artists and, and people in Minneapolis responding with art. And I saw the murals and the and the plywood on our on our city streets covered with pleas for justice and um, hope for the future and anger And so I see something very similar happening in our city that's uh, been happening in Medellin. So it's meaningful to me to get this award just because um, someone else, other people in this program are are validating this idea that public art can be this important and can represent big societal change uh, and, you know, community coming together. So that's what I'm going to go study down there is how Medellin has this street art and murals um, presence and how that itself is defining the city, because I believe that Minneapolis is going through something um, similar. It, it almost feels like, and, and I, I get the sense you'll be very humble about this, uh, just from talking to you for these first few minutes, but it almost feels like you're the perfect person to, to do this because of what you've been able to kind of experience and see going on here in Minneapolis. And there's such a, a distinct comparison to what you're going to be looking at down in Columbia. It almost feels like this is, this is right in your wheelhouse, so to speak. Yeah, and I just want to honor all, um, you know, the BIPOC artists in the Minneapolis community who have contributed so much to our um, our street murals in the last couple of years. And as a white woman myself, trying to um, step back and see how I can help and see how I can further muralism and street art, especially in the classroom. Yeah. So here at Justice Page School, I've taught murals classes for seven years and the students work collaboratively from start to finish, start of the school year till the end, coming up with a mural idea, learning about murals, what are their power, who are the stakeholders, what should the theme be, uh, making designs, getting them approved, and then ultimately painting the mural. And so I'd love to share some of my muralism curriculum with teachers down there, but then also learn um, about how how they teach muralism too um, and how muralism exists in their classrooms down there. So yeah, I think that there's this piece as an educator in Minneapolis public schools 
that I do have a um, special job to do and that is thinking about how to bring uh, this form of art into ins the instructional realm and really elevate it to that level of importance. Talking with Elisa Cedarleaf Dahl, she's uh, heading down to Columbia uh, as a uh, recipient of the Fulbright Distinguished Awards and Teaching Research Program, and uh, she's going to carry out that research down in Columbia. Um, so when uh, when do you know you're going to head on uh, head on down there? Well, I took a, a leave of absence second semester, so um, I'm going to be leaving at the end of January and then coming back in June. So um, after this spring in Minneapolis, I'm okay missing a couple months of spring <laughs> next spring. <laughs> and actually, it's funny because Columbia uh, in Medellin, it's, the nickname is the City of Eternal Spring. So it's going to be a real shocker uh, weather-wise. But it'll be second semester. I'll be taking my daughters with me. They're 11 and 8. They go to Green Central Immersion School. So they'll get to use their Spanish down there. And my husband will also come and he'll take a leave of absence too. And um, I think he's hoping just to play a bunch of music. So it's going to be an adventure for the whole family. And the more and more my daughters are getting excited about it, I think it's a, it's a, it's, you know, scary for all of us, but they're starting to, um, I think it's a little, it's palpable how people are getting excited for this opportunity and this award and that we're starting to all feel it. Wow, and what an amazing um, experience for your entire family that you'll be able to share with them uh, as well. This is uh, really amazing, and uh, thank you for taking the time to talk with us about it today. Congratulations on this opportunity. Um, best of luck down there, and uh, thanks for being on with us today. We really appreciate it. No problem. I'm a 20-year Northsider, so I got to support my Northside uh, radio stations and, and the great work they do. So. Thank you so much.